Hey guys, it's Michelle Collins. Welcome to the Michelle Collins Show. It's my show and I'm thrilled you're here. We're going to be bringing you episodes every single week with different co-hosts, the same usual nonsense, off-the-cuff humor, news, advice, pop culture. I know it's a novel concept for a podcast, but what can I say? I'm an innovator. That's what I do. You'll be getting episodes every week, but if you want to hear daily episodes, you can head over to my Patreon. That's www.patreon.com slash mishcall, M-I-C-H-C-O-L-L. I have co-hosts every single day. It's funny. It's loose. It's authentic. I do weekly episodes with my mother. If you're curious as to how someone is made this way, I highly recommend tuning into those and some video content as well, which is exciting. I'm off to contour, but I want you to enjoy this episode. It's fabulous. We adore you and we look forward to seeing you over on the Patreon. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Forever. Dog. I'm ready to rattle off the credits from my next guest who, uh, you know, it's funny. If we would have done this interview two days ago, I could not have said the following thing, which is that she's an Emmy nominated host, which is such a major, massive accomplishment. So first and foremost, congratulations. That's so exciting, Nicole Byer. Michelle, thank you. Uh, It's wild. It's exciting. Yes, it's so exciting. I... I thought the show was just nominated again because we were nominated last year. So I was like, I mean, we'll probably be nominated again because this season was just like so fun. And if you liked it last year, you'll like this year's. And then I got a text from one of the Netflix executives and she was just like, congratulations. And I was like, I know I'm so happy the show got nominated again. It's so cool. And she was like, no, bitch, you. And I was like, oh, (laughs) it's a it's a game changer. Nikki, if I may call you that, this is the big time, baby. This is gift bag territory. You're going to be so excited. Oh, that shit is going to, that's going to change your life. I love free things. Me too. See, that's why we're connected. You don't even know how much we have in common. (laughs) Love a free thing. Have you ever taken more than one gift bag? Have you ever snuck a second? Um, no, but I've been like the guest on shows where they give you a bunch of free stuff and it's like all in your dressing room. I will always be like, can I have every single last thing? Yeah. And then they laugh and I go, no, no, go find a bag. (laughs) And then they go to production, get a bag. And then I go, can I have the plant too? And they're like, "Uh, (laughs) sure. Yes, you can have the plant. I'll take everything from a dressing room. You have to drain pillows. Drain them. You've taken pillows from the dressing room. You're my hero. Yes. You I heard a a rumor that Gilbert Gottfried, uh, our beloved Gilbert Gottfried, used Mm -hmm. to bring trash bags to talk shows and then fill them up with the snacks that they would give him in the room. Perfect. I love it. Why not? <laughs> Where does it go? I mean, yeah. uh, take it. Yeah, I've productions gotten, have a budget. I lived off of Kirkland Brain Trail Mix for a whole year when I lived in LA because it was what they gave to you in yes. writer's rooms. And mm-hmm. um, I looked great. But anyway, all right. Wait, so where sh- do you live now? I'm you live in New, New York. York still, right? Yeah. But you have stairs behind you, so you got money. Um, that's fine. Kind of you to say no. So these steps, which are very fancy and get a lot of attention, go up, I admit, to a very beautiful little roof area for me. But I have a good mm-hmm. deal in my apartment. It's not, 
it, let's put it this way. It's half the rent of what I paid when I was on The View and I thought I'd be on The View forever. Does that make sense? Ah, yes, 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 yes. I see, I see, I see. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. You know, it's yeah. funny when you get a job and then you're like, I'm going to spend money. And then that job doesn't last and you go, okay, maybe I spend less money. I thought that was part of the secret was signing a two-year lease. I was like, well, you know what that means? I'll be on the show for two years. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then the joke was on us. So she's an Emmy nominee, but more so than Nailed It, which everyone has watched. It's such a funny show. And you're so great on it. You have a new Thank book. Thank you. You have a new book. I do. Um, you look stunning on the cover. It's called very fa- Hashtag Very Fat, Hashtag Very Brave, The Fat Girl's Guide to Being Hashtag Brave. I love a long title. I'm halfway done. Uh-huh. And not a dejected, melancholy, down in the dumps, weeping fat girl in a bikini. Nicole Byer, walk me through the title, the book, the inspiration. So yeah. the title of the book originally was hashtag very fat, hashtag very brave. The fat girl's guide to being brave and not suicidal in a bikini. I love that. And I was told that humor books don't have the word suicide in the title and that people might uh, think I'm making fun of suicide. And I was like, no, I'm just making fun of like the extreme things that people will say, like my worst fear is like being in a bikini on the beach. And it's like, that's your worst fucking fear. That's insane. So the title became longer because I was annoyed that I had to change it. And then after I wrote it, I laughed really hard and was like, actually, I think this is better. You need to uh, because have every like time a, someone says it, yeah. it's, it's it an hour long. You need to have like um, how to get away with murder. Like, have you read VFVB, and you know, just keep it like a full uh-huh. DNA strand. That's my yes. Um Yeah. You uh, so for people who don't follow you on Instagram, which is probably no one, but uh, it's Nicole Byer. I really want to first of all, thank you for something, which is that. You are, and I'm not just saying this because you're my guest today, Nicole. I'm going to look you in the eyes on our Zoom here. Your posts genuinely not only make me really laugh, but they really have really just empowered me. And I know that that sounds, I hope it doesn't sound cheesy at all because it's not who I am. No, I don't think it sounds cheesy. I think it's nice because I've had a lot of women say to me, I, I, I either hadn't worn a bikini since I was a kid or... I never thought I'd wear a bikini in public. And then seeing you, I was like, well, if you can do it, I can do it. And that makes me feel really good because um, I don't know. It just bums me out that like people think that there's like a size or a weight when they can wear something or do something. Like I've had a couple comments. I started a roller skating gang and I've had a couple comments. And that's our show. We are out of time, Nicole. I'm so sorry. That is uh, our time today. Roller skating gang is... <laughs> okay, go on. That's fine. And uh, people <gasps> are like, yeah, oh that's God. Clyde. Oh, he's adorable. He's, he's a little ragamuffin. I love oh, him. Oh, he loves uh, you. Okay, go on. Sometimes he's mad because he's got to stay in here with me because they're uh, demoing my bathroom. Wait, what are you doing but, um, in the toilet before we get into bravery? So I'm just leaving the toilet as is. I didn't, I didn't get a new one. They're expensive. Uh, but my shower was leaking. And then... I had the original tile. Some of it was original from like 1930 something. Some of it was new. Uh, The way they redid it was not good. So I had a huge leak. So now I'm just redoing the whole thing. The whole shower. Are you doing it 1930s or are you taking it to like an extreme level doing something else? No, no, no. It's going to stay pretty old school because I'm leaving the tiles. You know, LA bathrooms where it's like half tile half wall or whatever around like the whole bathroom. Mm-hmm. So I'm leaving it this like beautiful, like seafoam green tile. Um, and then I did some orange Gucci wallpaper <gasps> that like I had to. Gucci? Yes. Tell me everything. And I, uh, I had to reorder it because it was done incorrectly. And then I just got an email today that uh, it sold out. So I got to <gasps> figure out what wallpaper I'm going to do now. It's honestly decorating what a non-problem, but it's, uh, no, no, no. it's a problem. You know, we can still have stupid problems. I, I feel like we're inundated with big problems and then mm-hmm. little like running out of Gucci wallpaper. Not, you know, you're talking about my staircase here. This staircase is one panel of whatever that uh-huh. shit is that you were buying. Was it made by Gucci or was it another company that just like took the logo? No, no, it was made by Gucci. I got it from wow. the Gucci website. Uh, <gasps> and I was like, I can splurge because it's such a small space. And uh, the person who put it in, put it in incorrectly. No. Uh, I and hope it, you like, sued the, them. He fucked it up. Shut the no, fuck up. What I did didn't do? sue. He like, 
So parts were lifted. It didn't match evenly. And then around the windows, he just left it. And he's like, oh, we'll just like paint it black because it's like a darker color. And I was like, you're going to paint it black. And then he's like, yeah. And I was like, "Okay." Then I got home. I was like, oh, my God, it looks beautiful. What the fuck? And then I like said, I was like, can you fix this? And he's like, but it's perfect. And I was like, well, okay." And he's a friend of a friend. And I was like, you know what? I just I'm going to get a contractor and not have a friend of a friend Mm -hmm. do shit for me. You got to go to Angie's list, Nicole. Now I've never renovated anything, but friend of a friend, Uh I've watched enough love it or listed enough demo shows to know that that's where you really get in. But that's why you can't do anything about it. That sucks. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then he had fixed something in my backyard, a leak and it was great for like two weeks. And then the leak was like even bigger. No. And I was like, Oh my God. So yeah. (laughs) By the way, this is the show, Emmy, double Emmy nominee. Like, you have to make a show of you renovating your house with this contractor who's kind of an idiot, but you guys fall in love. You can run with that. There's something there. You don't like it. Okay. Um, No, I like it. I like it. I'm here for it. Let's do it. Relight it. I have good ideas, Nicole. I'm not a rich woman or successful, but every now and again, I do have a good idea. Okay. I think you're successful. You fucking hustle. That's nice of you to say that. Well, listen, how many podcasts do you have cooking right now? At least two, three, five. Really? Mm-hmm. But so I'm not a hustler. I sit here like an idiot for, you know, 40 <laughs> minutes. You, I know that you're a 90 day girl. You have your 90 oh, day my God. I love it so much. These people are incredible. No writer's room could write the things these people do. Uh, do you watch it? Well, I feel like that's a loaded question because I hosted the after show for a while. So that yes, either yes, means I, I forgot that either means yes. that you didn't like what I, I did on it, which I would respect. No, because or... they didn't have you back. They only had you for one season. Yes, that's right. And thank and you for what... reminding me. That's also true. You're just so killing. <laughs> Wait, You're... which franchise was it? Was it before the 90 days? Uh, I have no, no fucking clue. There's so many. It was the one with um, uh, Darcy and uh, yes. Jesse so... came back. It was it was probably about yes, a year before and a half Before the ago. 90 days. Yeah. I feel like Sean, they just had Sean do it. And I was like, but why? Why Why not spread the wealth? Well, why they not had Sean do the reunions. Well, first of all, the fans hated me. Let's start there. That's why really? I'm not even hurt. Uh, they were brutal to me. Brutal. Did you really not know that? That makes me feel good. I honestly didn't know. I thought yeah. you did a good job. That's kind of you. I um, They were really bad. It was almost like hosting a Reddit after show. Where everybody who watched, it was like troll. Because, you know, they're so mean to the people on the show. Like, they really go after the um, yes. participants, mm-hmm. who some of whom deserve it. But I'm like, you know, I'm some dumb idiot, like, comedian who loves the show, who's excited. I was like, wow, this is such a big break to get to do this. Mm-hmm. And it ended up being, like, kind of a toxic experience. Not because of production, but because of the world mm-hmm. that it's in, you know? Have you felt yes. any of that Wait. during the podcast or no? No. Wait, was Angela on? Angela came on our show and And did did bring me a gift. Oh, she did? I like Angela. She was actually very sweet. I would smoke with her. Yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love her so much. Um, I did not like her up until this season. Uh, But doing my podcast, uh, sometimes people are negative, but for the most part, they're positive because... Uh, it's like a Patreon, so you have to pay the $5 to listen to. Ah, it's called smart. 90 Day Bay. So it's like behind a paywall. So if you're going to be mean, you're paying to be mean, which is like, good, that's fine. I'll take your money if that like makes you happy and brings you joy. Right. But for the most part, people are, uh, they like our little hot takes. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And I like doing impressions of the cast. Oh, the impressions are the whole thing. So a show that I got into that I don't know if you're watching or not, but it's my new Mm -hmm. obsession. 90 Day almost wore a little thin for me. Could also be because I'm carrying pain bodies from working. Sure, sure, sure. Um, But I'm really into Married at First Sight. I don't know if you watch it or not. I watched it when it initially came on, I think, Lifetime. Like Lifetime, yeah. Five, six, ten years. It was a long time ago. And then there was a brief time where it was not on television. Then it came back. I didn't get back into it when it came back. But like when it first dropped, I was like, this show is nuts. Uh, I know we don't know each other well, but I'm going to mm-hmm. look once again, stare into my Zoom camera, forgetting even the American version, which I actually like. They have Married at First Sight Australia. That oh. is so batshit bonkers crazy. It's almost over the season. It's They've aired it already in Australia. But Have you ever been to Australia? No, I don't really want to go. Have you been? I went. <gasps> my best friend from high school lives there. So I was like, all right, fine. I will come to you this time. And 
it's beautiful. Mm. But I was in the cab and the cab driver was like, isn't it stunning? And I was like, honestly, it looks a lot like Santa Monica. And this man, when I tell you he was angry, he was angry. (laughs) This is not Santa Monica. This is not like America. It's more beautiful than America. And then I had an Afro and almost everybody I talked to put their hands in my hair. Wow. And when I asked them not to, their response was just like, I've never felt anything like this before. So one of the last times it happened, I reached out and touched her stringy hair. And (laughs) she was like, what are you doing? And I was like, well, you were in mine. She was like, yeah, but I've never touched that before. And I was like, well, I've never touched this before. And she was like, you've never touched this hair. And I was like, oh, so now we're going to fight about who gets to touch whose hair. I didn't, I really, it was like overt racism in a way that I did not like. You know, it's, it's, I hate, to hear you say that I'm not surprised by it because of the history of how they even came to be as a nation, you know, mm-hmm. putting the Aborigines in jail. I mean, it was like uh, really in zoos is what they would do. Not even jail. It was like to look mm-hmm. at them. So there is a very toxic uh, history there, but I, I still am like, you know, you want to give people the benefit of the doubt, especially this, you know, in the past five years, you know, that they wouldn't be that mm-hmm. dumb. But the reason why I don't want to go is because I don't, as a giant, want to sit in a tiny plane mm-hmm. seat, which is all I can afford for 24 hours. And yes, then, it's a long flight. It's long, and then land in L.A., which is what it uh-huh. is. I don't yes. even like to go to L.A. for six hours. So, <laughs> you know, so I, I haven't gone. And uh, yeah, it's that's that makes me feel good about not going there. Have you watched Love on the Spectrum on Netflix? Every episode. I sobbed every episode and then got my period the next week. And I was like, oh, that's what it was. But (laughs) everyone was so sweet. And I was like, why don't like not I don't want to say normal, but people who are mm, not on the spectrum or actually I think everyone is. I think they say it's an autism spectrum, but I was like, I think everybody is on a spectrum and some people lean more towards being autistic and some people lean more towards, oh, I understand and can process my emotions and handle them in a way that is normative for the world. Um, And I think I land truly in the middle of that. Like, I don't think I'm like fully like, (laughs) like self-actualized and like articulating thoughts. But I was like, why in relationships don't people, why do we ghost? If you don't want to date anybody, why don't you say to them, listen, I had a really great time, but I don't see this moving forward. So then that person feels a little bit of closure and it might hurt for a little bit, but then you're like, oh, they said to me that they didn't feel a spark and there's nothing I can do to make a spark happen as opposed to like chasing someone to be like, maybe I'll change your mind. Maybe, uh, maybe you're like golfing and that's why you're not texting me. You know, I said, I said the same thing actually this week because I watched it over the weekend that I would give anything for a man here in New York to go out with me and number one, compliment me the same way that these men complimented these women. And they were so open. You look beautiful. You look this, you look that good luck getting a compliment here in New York. It's like literally blood from a stone. Okay. And then they were so open with their feelings. Like I like, Mm -hmm. I mean, it was, you know, it actually taught me something because I think my, um, having watched Temple Grandin twice, I thought that my, don't, don't sign off yet. That was now your turn to end the podcast. Goodbye. <laughs> Thank you for having me. I'm in my squeeze box. Good night. Um, but having, having watched it, I'm like, oh, these guys, they're much more open with their emotions than mm-hmm. non-spectrum let's call it, mm-hmm. men here in this country, at least. I don't know, in like Italy or something, but I was like, God, maybe I should date. Mark was a catch. Mark, the paleontologist was hot. Yes, I loved Mark. Cute. Mark loved a dinosaur. My favorites when they're like, what if you meet a girl who's not into dinosaurs? And he was like, no way. <laughs> and I was like, I would like imagine meeting a man. And up front, he was like, I'm obsessed with Star Wars. And that's all I'm going to talk about. Instead of finding out later yeah. that this person has this obsession and that's all they like. Because I was like, Sure listening to them they're like i like animals i like video games and i like you know the sunset and you're like okay seems you know very elementary but i was like no that's all of us we all love a, like a couple of things dearly so like why don't we tell these like i don't know i just really like the way they spoke to I, each other the one part that made me want to like dive off the gw was when the girl pulled her video game system out the switch out at like the oh boy teppanyaki Loved it. Wow. Loved it. And he was so nice. Loved it. Kelvin. Kelvin was so nice. And I loved the end. Well, I don't want to spoil it. I know. But he's thriving. Uh, Kelvin made me laugh so hard at the restaurant where 
He had asked a couple of questions. They didn't go his way. She takes out her video game. He walks maybe six steps away from her and is like, she's not into what I like. And she's like, yes, I am. And I was like, oh. and then Kelvin's so close to the, to the camera that they can't focus on him. No, it was like, I just, uh, in normal reality TV, for those who haven't seen it, usually when they do the talking head moments, the people walk mm-hmm. far enough, they go around the corner. Yes. Here she was like right behind and she goes, no, I do like you. Like from right mm-hmm. behind him. It was a great show. Have uh, you watched? I have a good tip for you. What? I talk about the show all the time. So the listeners are like tuning out, but on HBO Max, First mm-hmm. Dates UK. No, I haven't seen that. I know you're busy. I know you're an Emmy nominee. You got shit to do. You got five I podcasts. Am- uh, why won't you date me? Which I want to talk about as well. However, Nicole Byer, please take it from me to watch because exactly what you just said at the end of each date, they have cameras on them and it's every kind of couple, mm-hmm. old, young, every gender, sexuality, you name it. And at the very end they sit and then the camera operator, the producer goes, do you want to see each other again? And mm-hmm. 90% of the time, if the date is incredible, like you feel sparks for them. You're like, this is great. Mm-hmm. One person will go, I had a wonderful time, great banter, but um, I just didn't feel the spark. I didn't feel a spark. Huh. And you're like, you didn't feel the spark. Like, I felt the spark on my couch. <laughs> but why I liked it is that how many dates have you been on? And you've thought, mm-hmm. this is going so great. Like, I feel it. Yes. And it's mm-hmm. only in your head. And that, to me, actually was therapy. I'm like, oh, shit, this is like a real thing that happens to everybody. Yeah, my therapist at one point was like, so you think you're like spending time with someone and accumulating time. But with some men, it's just like hanging out. We hung out. Yes. We hung out. We hung out. And it's not an accumulation of time. Mm. And you're building a narrative because you've spent time together that this is progressing somewhere. As opposed to this dude who's just like, I, she's a cool girl. And I like seeing her every now and again. And we fuck and it's great. And you know, you like build it up to like a couple months and then you're finally like, okay, let's just date each other. And he's like, what? No, that's not. You're like, oh, okay, cool. So like I was fully alone in this. So now I'll die before I tell a man how I feel. Well, that goes without saying. Same. Truly. (laughs) But never again. That's interesting to hear. What does your therapist recommend? Because that to me, what you just described has been like every dating scenario, every relationship, let's call it here at least in the big city where guys can do whatever they want, treat women mm-hmm. however they want and get away with it. So what is the solution? Do you bring up early on? Like, Hey, I want, she this was to be like, yeah, bring it up because wow, then sucks. you just get rid of them faster and you can figure out what you, and I was like, no, I think I'm in, I'm in it to, for like the long run. I'm, I'm good to date someone for a year and have them break up with me. <laughs> so I was like, I'll die. Yeah, I'll wait. die. I'll die before I tell a man again. Wait a minute. We are the same. Because same, like it's just, and also, especially now, let's talk about Mm -hmm. pandemic life, right? Have you reached out to any old flames since this has started or no? No, because the dude I dated at the end of 2018 went back to his girlfriend. Mm. And then 2019 was just a bunch of like one night stands. One of which this man lives in like Malaysia. So like, you know, that's not going to work out. How'd you meet? Uh, in Houston. So wow. he is a Eastern European man who lives in Malaysia, but was in Houston on a business trip. Ugh. And I met him because I was selling merch at the time. So I had two 60 pound suitcases that I was like struggling with on the elevator. And he was like, I will help you to your room. And I was like, Ugh, okay, fine. So he helps me to my room and my room key doesn't work. And I was like, fuck. And then he was like, I am on this floor too. We'll take your suitcases to my room. We'll go downstairs. We'll get you a new room key. And I was like, why is this man babysitting me? And I think I was just like angry and was like, oh, I didn't realize he was flirting with me. We go get a new room key. I had to record a podcast. So I like, my friend was like, Nicole, I've never heard you talk faster. And I was like, well, I I think something's (laughs) happening at this point. She does have a Micro Machines (laughs) podcast that I forgot to mention earlier. Go on. (laughs) Speed reading shit. Uh Yes. So wait, what happened? It's exciting. So then he came to my room. We had some wine. We smoked (gasps) some weed. We did some other drugs. And then. So fun. I was like, okay, are we doing this? And he's like, well, I should go to sleep. And I was like, so I sped talk through that podcast. I share drugs with you and you're going to go to sleep. And then like he gets to the door and goes, I never do this. And then kissed me. And I was like, yeah, me either. And then- 
There's like, like a flick in the room. The bed yes. starts spinning. You're like, yes. I also don't. And do I'm this. like, I don't know. I don't know. And then like champagne comes out of the ceiling. But uh, <laughs> afterwards, you know, I blew him because that's what a nice person does. Hold on. And Nicole Byer's a lady. And if there's not a podcast called that, you yes. better start one. Go on. <laughs> Nicole Byer's a lady. She'll blow you. <laughs> but uh, I don't know if he's ever slept with a black woman before oh, wow. because afterwards he was like in the bathroom and I heard him go, oh, no. Is this dirt? What? And I was like, dirt. And then I was like, oh my God, it's my makeup on his like pelvis. I'm going to literally, and- <laughs> I'm going to, uh, my body is turning to dust. Like in, <laughs> do you remember the times? I'm a mound of sand. <laughs> no. That is so <laughs> It was so no. funny. Cause like the shower was going, I was like, are you okay? And he's like, yeah, just, uh, yeah. And he like came back and was like, huh. Did you tell him like, oh. or no? No, Good, you have. I felt weird. Oh, also, I didn't have any condoms. And uh, he was like, I do in my room. And he was like fully naked with a heart on. And I was like, no, you stay here with that. Don't. God, <laughs> I would like love to go- be at that Radisson. <laughs> just, you know, me and the kids going down for the Continental. And just here comes. <laughs> here, here comes, comes a Liam disheveled- no, yeah. truly a disheveled black woman with a shirt on inside out and backwards with her hair kind of sticking up <laughs> with no shoes on, running to his room, digging through his belongings, trying to find a condom qu- like quick enough. Wow, that's trust, by the way, that he let you go in his room to look through his things. He was like pretty chill. Was he hot? And then, I, oh, my God, he was so hot. Famously, the biggest dicks. I'm sure it you knew this. It was a huge Yeah, they're dick. massive. I didn't realize. Oh, it was it. like, truly, he unzipped his pants, and I was like, my God, what a treat for me. Where was he from, uh, may I ask? Do you know which country? I don't know. Uh, I should have asked, but I yeah. didn't. Also, I asked him to rate my pussy. Go on. And uh, record it and send it to me, and he was like, okay. And then I put it on my podcast, but he didn't rate it. He just told the long story of how we met while he was drinking boba tea with his friend. It's so strange. It's so- <laughs> I don't like that at all. That I was like down for him. I was like, yeah, rate that pussy. And then another podcast title. And then um, boba tea really took that's yeah. a deal breaker for me. Yeah. I don't know yeah. if I could date a man who likes boba tea. I don't like it personally. I don't really love boba tea either. No. I don't like those gummy gumballs. It's like, why would I want to choke to death while drinking iced tea? I feel right? like when I'm sucking it in, it's, it's like dangerous. Like paint b- bullets coming into my throat. Yeah. Not a fan. No, thank you. Not no, no, for no. me. Well, that's a great story. I, uh, hotel hookups, especially while traveling, uh-huh. are pretty They're much nice. the sexiest thing in the They're world. Nice. I mean, mm-hmm. really, I think that's why the hotel bar is such a hotbed of extramarital activity and also mm-hmm. because it's just once you leave that hotel, it's over. You know, it's like, that was nice. Thank you, Hilton LAX. Mm-hmm, See mm-hmm, you next mm-hmm. time. You know what I mean? It's such, And it's also, you can like fuck the room up. Oh, yes. There's nothing that's better. the best part. Although I do try to like clean up a little bit well, because... I'm like, man, hotel cleaning crews must oh. see some nasty fucking shit. Everything's stuck together when they walk in that room. You know, Here's they come in with the black something- light. Go on. <laughs> no, go on. I wish they would go in with the black light and clean up literally everything. <laughs> but somebody told me they were like, you have to check between the mattress and the wall because sometimes people vomit. will be hooking up, rip out that tampon and just <gasps> throw it back there. Oh my God, Nicole. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me tell you something. That's a free breakfast. Mm-hmm. You find that tampon in that mattress. <laughs> Honey, you're getting an omelet the next morning with the goat cheese. Herbs Hopefully that's a free room. Wow. I can only Once- imagine my mother who has complained about every broken toilet and every, you name it, finding a used tampon in the mattress. I mean, that is so funny. <laughs> Isn't that gross? Wow. People are disgusting. Once I was in, uh, I was in Hawaii. This isn't a tampon, but there was like a cockroach in our room the size of my iPhone. Hate that. And they were all chill about it. I was holding a magazine just in case it came at us. Sashir had like, I don't know. I want to say a pitchfork, but I know it wasn't. But she was like I love Sashir, trying yeah. to kill this cockroach. And then this man came and scooped it up. No problem. And then my friend, like I posted about it. And my friend uh, Sika was like, oh, yeah, on our honeymoon, uh, we rented a Jeep and cockroaches started crawling (gasps) out of the vents. Do you understand that it's my biggest fear as someone who grew up in Miami? Where are you from, Nicole? Jersey. You can't hear the trash. I can't. And you know that I'm going to Jersey today. I love New Jersey. Major oh, where are you going in Jersey? Well, it depends on where the best TJ Maxx is. I have a car and I have to make a return. Oh. So if you have what any kind of rest, car do you have? I rented a Nissan Sentra. Thank you for asking. Oh, there we go. Yeah. I, j- I love cars. Me too. 
Really? Yes. When I was little, I used to get the Consumer Reports <gasps> April Car Edition, memorize the ratings of all the cars. And then when we passed them, I would tell my parents, I'd be like, Mom, the Honda Civic was redesigned and it's still the most popular car in America. And it's one of the top subcompacts. Now it's not subcompact anymore. Now it's just compact. But I'm like, why do we call them compacts? They're pretty big. And they're the most like. stolen, the Honda yes. Civics, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, may I ask a question? What kind of car do you drive? I now drive a Jeep Wrangler, baby. Not a super reliable car in the slightest. I'm listening. But I'd always, so, okay. I got, I had a Honda Civic because it's a reliable car. Uh, I knew if I took care of it, yeah, it would last Mm. forever. I drove it across the country. And then I was like, you know what? I'm going to treat myself to a BMW, but a reasonable one. So I got a used 2013 One Series They didn't make them anymore. And I knew that was a very good indication that the car didn't sell well, nor did it last. Can I ask what color it was? Black. Good. All black. Because those white Uh, beamers, I avoid them like the plague. I can't deal with them. Yeah. But um, continue. I'm so sorry. uh, No, it's fine. But like the tires on it were terrible. I had to replace the tires like almost every year, sometimes twice a year. Uh, And they're called run flat tires. So I didn't have a spare tire and I can change a tire. I can deal with bad tires as long as I have a spare that I can change. But it didn't have that. Uh, So I had to keep putting air in it. And it was just like too much maintenance for a BMW. So I was like, you you bought one stupid car. So why don't you lease a car? Because I did the math. And the four years I had that car, I spent more than I would have on a lease. Mm. And if no money down, you can write off that lease as a business expense. Because I drive to work. So it is part of my business. Um, So then I like did the math. And I was like, I'm only coming out of pocket. Very little money. And... Yeah. And also dealerships don't really make money on leases. They make money when you buy the car after your lease right. and they make money on like the APR when you buy and finance a car. And when you lease, you're not financing it. The bank finances it that you're leasing through. So you're just paying the bank. And I'm, I'm all about getting one over on people. I gotta say something. Uh, I didn't know this was going to happen today. Financial advisor, Nicole Byer. Oh. What the fuck? <laughs> like I'm because I'm actually in the market to buy a car and I was thinking leasing, buying and you're, well, if you're incorporated, you're leasing, me right now. it's great. I believe yeah. my understanding is you can write off $4,000 worth of money on a car on a lease per year and per year. Wow. And that's most of your lease yeah. when you buy a car. And I could be wrong. If I'm wrong, please let me know. But this is just my understanding from research and like asking a couple people questions. I believe when you buy a car, you can write off $4,000 once. Because you're financing it usually. And if you buy it outright, I believe it's, again, $4,000 that you can write off just once. You just helped me. Can I say something to you without you even knowing this? I was maybe going to buy a car this week. And I'm going to tell you what kind of car I'm going to get. And then you're going to talk me out of it. Well, so I was going to get, I'm a tall girl. I've got a big ass. I need space. Yes. I can't be in a little, like the Nissan kills me. It's like literally putting on, you Mm -hmm. know, leggings. Like I can't, it sucks. (laughs) A leggings with a motor and a steering wheel. But um, I want to buy a GMC or rent whatever it is, a GMC Terrain, which is not a okay. car that I would ever look at. But I rented mm-hmm. it and it's like secret luxury car. Like from the outside, it's kind of big, but the inside is like mm-hmm. a Cadillac. Like it's really fancy. But you're making me think I should lease one now. That is this is really interesting. I especially with American cars, because American cars truly don't hold up as well as like a Japanese car. Um, even though like American cars in my experience, yeah. even though like sometimes like Honda parts are made here, they're just made like a little bit better. Um, so I might go with a different brand, same class, but if you lease at the end of your lease, you can just turn back the car in. And then if you want to say, get another one, yeah, they probably will tell you no money down because you're re-upping your lease with them. You're uh, so, you've just changed everything for me. Like I'm not joking you. You just and if saved you me twenty credit, grand. Like that helps. Yes. Well, also when you credit. outright buy a car, I mean cash is not king. So if you buy a car, do not tell them you're going to pay for it in cash. <gasps> do not tell them up until you're in that financial office Ooh. because the way a car dealership makes money is by having you finance because the APR, the interest rate on it is so high yeah. through a dealership. So that's how they make their money. So if you do need to finance a car, get a loan from a bank because your interest will be lower from a bank. Uh, so then you're just like paying your bank it's and not just, the dealership. Can I, can I pitch another show for you? I know that you have, I know you don't need me. Let's start, let's start at the top and say the last person you need is me, <laughs> but 
<laughs> I don't know if you ever watched, and I'm sure you did, on the BBC, the show Top Gear. No, I've never seen oh Top God. Gear. Okay, listen, I don't even like cars. Like, I like cars, but not in mm-hmm. the same way that you didn't, I didn't grow up like you did with the memorizing and everything. It's an English show. They recast it now with new guys that I'm not obsessed with, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. The original three uh, back in the day, they show you these crazy sports cars that are like 300 grand. But mm-hmm. every episode they do these challenges. So one is like driving. Well, they have specials like driving up the coast of Vietnam on mo- mopeds and seeing how far they can oh. get. Or like um, driving across Europe on a single tank of gas and seeing how can they lighten the car, put like wings on it to make it more aerodynamic. Oh. It's such an interesting show. And I think for you especially, given how much you love it, I don't even like cars in that way. It's like kind of like real sports with Brian Gumble. I don't love sports, but I love that show <laughs> because it's just like interesting stories about uh-huh. those things. Trust me, I know that I'm like really laying a lot of shows on you to watch and you're okay, an Emmy okay. nominee, Nicole Byer. But really, uh, and yes. also author, I feel like we kind of got sidetracked from your book and I definitely want to go Ooh, back to it because I yes. want everyone to buy it. Thank you. Nicole um, Byer. That's that should be your middle name too. Byer. It's fun. It's a self-help book. A lot of people had initially written that I had written a, a memoir and I was like, no, no, I don't think I've lived enough for a memoir. Um, or even like an essay the word book. Memoir. It's Me like, too. I feel like it's like memoir. an end of life thing. Yes. That's the in memoriam. That's like the, yes. that's the Oscars like, oh, and her memoir. It remi- like I, yes. when I'm in a turban, I'll release my memoir. Like, yes, 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 yes. And right? like a robe and I'm just like rude to everybody. Yeah. Well, that's, that's happening now for me. <laughs> Not you, me. I'm halfway there. Robe and being You're rude. Like, already rude. <laughs> um, no, but I, it, it's full of photos of you and the photo shoots yes. had to be so fun because you are, I mean, you know, bikinis most of the time, uh, looking stunning. And how did, did you pick the clothing or did you have like a stylist work with you? How did it work? No, no, no. Um, Book advances aren't very much money. Mm. Um, So uh, I styled it myself. If you truly, and I address it in the book. I'm like, you might read this, look through it and go. She literally wore the same wigs. She wore the same shoes in a lot of these and her nails didn't seem to change. I was like, yes, because I styled it myself. Wow. Um, uh, and then the locations I came up with myself and Kim, Kim new money who did my photos is incredible. She helped me with like some ideas for some stuff. Like she'd be like, you're getting a shopping cart. And you're like, okay. And that's like one of my favorite pictures. She's truly just like really great at photographing people of color, uh, because it's a skill. It is a skill to light us. Um, but a lot of people don't learn. They don't bother. Well, like, that's why uh, the Viola Davis cover for Vanity Fair was such yes. a massive deal, which it should have been because she's a queen. But yes. also it was like, are you kidding me that it's taken this long to have a black photographer? It's crazy. And a Beyonce person? Like, had the first one for Vogue. Crazy. And it's it's it bums me out that like in 2020, we're still having firsts for black people and people of color. It like it sucks. I'm the first black woman to be nominated for uh, like a real outstanding reality host. And like. Tyra Banks had a show for so long. I talked and, about that on my you know, radio show, by the way. Because I don't I, know. I I don't think she's ever been nominated. She, I don't believe has. Although I was thinking, because be part wrong. of me was like, maybe there's a different category for competition reality, but technically yours is a competition reality show. So. Yeah. So maybe it is a different um, category because Tyra for is, competition reality. She's I'm probably the arguably the best host ever of any yes. show. Yes. Period. Man, my favorite Tyra episode is when she dons a fat suit, gets back in studio and sobs about how hard it was to be fat for a couple hours. I don't think I've laughed harder. It, I, I loved it. That, it's that so the budget, funny. the budget for that fat suit had to be in the tens of thousands. It was a very good fat suit. I mean, she really, it was a pretty decent fat suit. She looked like, I mean, that it broke her that way. But what about when she gained like, 15 to 20 pounds and then went yes. kiss my fat, my ass. fat ass and, yeah, like, and you I was look like hot. but like, it's not fat <laughs> what are you talking about like you look like a model <sighs> yeah no. and god yeah, bless because she's a model mm. I love <laughs> thin delusions that's my favorite thing I know one of my I, favorite uh, snacks thin delusions <laughs> <laughs> pass me the thin delusions please <laughs> oh, my god I love it it's hilarious no the um I couldn't agree with you more about the idea that there are firsts now and that you know what the worst part is that people are celebrating them which they should have 20 mm-hmm. 30 40 50 years ago mm-hmm. that now it's like when vanity fair was like look at us i'm going look at you you should be ashamed yes. that it's taken this long yes such a weird it's so funny tone. how 
systemic racism is a thing where once change starts happening, everyone starts clapping. And it's like, oh, no, no, we're not done yet. We still have so many more things to dismantle. It's like Aunt Jemima. Hmm. People started tweeting about how like Aunt Jemima is racist. And then the company was like, yep, we'll do away with that. And I was like, so why didn't you do that years and years ago? Why didn't you quietly change it to like cousin Keisha's, you know, fucking <laughs> syrup or like cousin whatever. Keisha's Keisha's. Yeah. It's <laughs> <laughs> like change it. Yeah. Don't you be the change you want to see in the world. Isn't that a quote from somebody? It's got to be. Can someone look that up? I'm all by myself, by the way. But uh, yeah, it would be. Uh, I, I mean, everything you're saying is true. And it's almost like now that the public discourse, you know, or the uh, now that there's like this wokeness that has, mm-hmm. uh, again, about time kind of taken over. Everyone yes. is kind of panicking. I know we don't have a lot of time left, but um, I just want to make sure that everybody buys your book. And yes, please. And you're, but you're also how is the pole dancing going? Because I'm not joking you, Nicole, that watching you do it i'm like i want to start doing this like you you should you and al- own that shit it's awesome thank you really. a lot of people like pull because it gets them um out of their comfort zone and they feel like empowered by how uh it's sexy it can be for me i went to jumbo's clown room and i saw this woman dance so aggressively that i was like afraid to not pay her I'm laughing. and i was like <laughs> that's what i want Wow. I want to like fall out of the ceiling. I want to land in splits from very high. I want people to be like impressed by the athleticism. Yes. So that's what it is for me. I think it's like really impressive. Um, and I think you can like take what you want out of it because it's such a personal journey. Mm. And then a lot of times people will be like, oh, well, I can't do that. I don't have any upper body strength. And I'm like, I'm very large. I'm like probably, uh, I probably weigh more like twice as much as you do, no. but like I can climb to the like six feet up in the air on a pole. How long did this, it take you to do that though? A year. Yeah, it took me a enough. very long time. Yeah, actually, no, because my pole anniversary was in September. Uh, so oh me, like eight months. So like just short of a year, I learned how to do it. Yeah. So and then like master it like. Like it took me a little bit mm. and it's still like not mastered, mastered, but I was just like, if I can do it, anybody can do it. Right. And you're like very sore after you do it. It's just fun. It's one of the, it's it like costumes. works your whole body. Yeah. Yes. It's yes. Fun. And it was like, you can up. wear fun shit. Mm-hmm. You get to wear heels. I can't walk in heels, but if I hold on to a pole, I can walk in heels. If I it's, put I on those heels, I just want you to know if I, the heels that you're wearing, if I put those on mm-hmm. and walk down the streets of Manhattan, it would be people would flee so quickly for me. I'm the reaction that I would get. I would probably know why I'd be seven feet tall and it would be a moment, but I'm ready for it. I feel like honestly, yeah, I'm into it. You, you should do it because you have long legs and the heels elongate your legs. You will love the way your legs look and the lines it. that your legs can make. And then also, since you're so tall, mm-hmm. a lot of um, beginner spins are descending. You have a higher point to descend from. Oh, forgot it. So like automatically you'll look like you're better than you are. Uh, I think you should try it. I do anything that involves what you just said, looking better than I am or something. I'll try anything <laughs> that makes me look good at it. How's your lovely roommate, John, who I just love, John Milheiser? Oh, he's doing He's a good. delight. He really is. Yeah. He made me some peanut butter ice cream last night. Uh, I wanted ice cream for my birthday, homemade ice cream. So I bought an ice cream maker. And now he just like makes ice cream for people's birthdays. Sweet. Or if they get something, like if somebody gets a job, he'll like make them ice cream and rush right over. He's truly so kind and nice and like takes care of me in a way Aww. that like I'm really thankful for oh my god am i gonna get missed yet about john milheiser um he's like family i love him i've lived with him for seven years we're like common law i do feel like i have the same sort of feeling about every delivery person that comes over like what you just said because i <laughs> i live by myself but it's like that the taking care of me and the the caring and the yes the kindness yes. that's the only that's how i feel about them um before we go and I don't know, I keep, I, like, in my mind, you have a hard out, but you, I don't know. I do, because I, I have did. to do some more press stuff <gasps> for being an Emmy nominee. I know. Wait, do you have Michelle, a, it yes, is it's nuts. Exciting. It feels insane. It's it feels really crazy. a big deal. I actually just got excited as though I was the nominee for you. <laughs> but, and that doesn't happen all the time for me. Like, I got really happy. What's this feeling? Happy. It's oh, so great. Michelle, Thank is there, you. When is the ceremony? Is there going to be one or is it like I believe virtual? it's in September. And if everyone wore a mask, we could have a pretty decent fall. We could have had a great summer if people wore masks no, we through got the fucked. spring. Yeah. 
Um, it's really crazy to me that um, everyone's all about their liberties and Merca, but like you, you abide by a speed limit. Mm-hmm. You, uh, you don't drive on the opposite side of the road. So like, I don't know why this new rule is upsetting to you. You wear a shirt, you wear pants, you wear shoes. Anti-science. Uh, it's, it's anti-intellectualism. People who are so, Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's such a, we live in such a backwards country, unfortunately. And what's sad is like, we're not the only one, but, um, mm-hmm. it's like, I, truly ignorance is winning. Like just backwater yeah. hillbilly is winning. And I'll yeah. tell you something. I can't even say that because here in New York where we had what we had and you guys are going through it now in LA, mm-hmm. I see so many people without masks on. And the thing is, I love to yell at people. Like I'm, I'm very, <laughs> like I'm scary to people. So I like to be like, mm-hmm. put a mask, you know, I love to do shit like that. I'm an old lady. But with the mm-hmm. mask on, you can't really do it. Like, I can't mouth. Yes. So I just, like, shoot eyes. It, it sucks. Like, I can't even, like, shame people anymore. I, I hate that. At the park yesterday, so I have a skate gang, and we roller skate around, mm-hmm. and we wear our masks because, uh, you know, it's spread by droplets. Right. Um, and then we don't know if it's aerosol. I think that's the word. Like, yep. if it stays in the air. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're like, we don't want to, like, go through, you know, corona bursts. So we wear our masks. And this man was, like, asking me about Skate Gang. And he kept inching towards <gasps> me. And I kept inching away from him. And then finally I was like, you have to, I don't know you, so please. And you're not wearing a mask, so you have to move. So, and I felt, like, rude in the moment. But I was like, no, I'm going to protect myself from Good you. for you. Like, you I don't know to. you. I you don't fucking to. want what you have. Like, go fuck yourself. If you're not, if you're not going to, if you don't care enough about yourself and other people, then I don't want to be near you. I avoid garbage. People, literally plague style. Got in a fight in line at TJ Maxx where I'm going today in New Jersey. Mm-hmm. I know you have to go where a woman without a mask came and we're all distanced, came to look at the garbage in line. You know, there's like phone oh, chargers yeah, yeah. and shit. Mm-hmm. And I said, uh, do you mind? You know, I'm like, I'm like such an old Jew. I was like, do you mind? You're not wearing a mask. And she went, stop being such a fanatic. And I went, this is what I thought was clever at the time. I went, yeah, I'm a big fan. <laughs> Michelle, I love you. But it is funny. It so is much. funny. Thank you so much. I All right, love listen. you so much. Look, Nicole Byer is an Emmy nominee. She has to go promote her book herself, her yes. nomination. And hopefully, let's not yes. jinx it. But... um. Uh, I don't even want to say anything. I just hope it. We have to go. I'm getting texts from my producer. He's pissed. So listen, okay. <laughs> uh, go buy Nicole's book. Buy it for yourself. Buy it for your daughters, your mothers. Yes. Anybody who has been to the beach or a pool or yes. who lives in skin. Yes. <laughs> and I'll say this. Yeah. I'm not promoting obesity. That would literally me be coming to your house with like hot dogs to be like, eat. If you're sick, go to the hospital, would. go to a doctor. You know? you know, maybe that's <laughs> my next venture in life. Yeah. I'm just I think what I'm promoting is like being okay in the body you're in and realizing that like most people can change it. Yeah. If you cannot, then like you got to deal with it. But if you can change your body, change it if you want. If you don't accept it, wear bikinis, wear what you want, wear tight jeans, fucking have your fupa out, you know, Mm. let's see the camel toe if that's what you want. My nickname is Forrest Gunt. You know that that's the new movie (laughs) I'm making. And I'll tell you this much that I think in the past year I have really become so much more comfortable in my skin, like including wearing not bikinis, but like one pieces with no shorts mm-hmm. was a big moment sure. for me in front of people. Yes. Um, and that's something to celebrate. And it feels so good once you get there and you can mm-hmm. just be free of like whatever shit was floating around in your head. Mm-hmm. And I really, I'm not just saying this to you, Nicole, it's because of people like you and other women that I follow on Instagram who I think at first, you know, when we see these movements, it's very easy to be like, Oh, what's this about? You know, kind mm-hmm. of, skeptical and a little like oh whatever and I'm not I I was broken down <laughs> I really mean it and I and I now embrace it so hard like it really Aww. I really mean it so I just want to say thank you and and really this book is so important everyone should buy it hashtag very fat hashtag very brave the fat girl's guide to being brave and should I keep reading it not a dejected <laughs> just to go melancholy down in the dumps weeping fat girl in a bikini right now go amazon local bookshops go buy it watch her on nailed it on netflix um listen to all of your podcasts why won't you date me best friends with nicole and sashir who we love and uh 90 day with uh, star wars right with uh, lauren lapkus yeah newcomers with lauren lapkus yeah. drag her with mono gapian where we're recapping rupaul's drag race it's fun i love talking it's so fun i could talk to you all day long but you have to go promote yourself with other people and i'm not offended yes. nicole thank you so much for doing the podcast thank you michelle thank you so much for having oh, me so fun and you're one Wonderful. And let's get drinks next time we're on the same coast. Please. Yes, please. I would love that. Okay. Thanks, Nicole. Bye-bye. Bye, everybody.
Forever Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Forever Dog Team and liking our page on Facebook. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. And that's the episode. We hope you loved it. Again, if you want to hear the show every single day, go to www.patreon.com slash mishcall. M-I-C-H-C-O-L-L. You can also follow me on Instagram, X, TikTok, all the things. Mishkal, M-I-C-H-C-O-L-L. I'm running myself into the ground for content and I want you to be a part of it. So we'll see you over there. And thanks again for joining us. Bye, guys.